What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest of cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers of glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? What's going on? So definitely continue to tune into the podcast. Uh, check out our Monday episode, which talked about Baltimore schools uh, receiving a cyber attack and how it cost $10 million. Um, then on Tuesday, we talk about cyber cyber crime groups uh, offering six-figure salaries for talent, top-tier talent, and how crazy that is and how they're better at recruiting than uh, legal companies <laughs> in some regards. Definitely check that episode out. Uh, and then on Friday, so in the future, definitely tune in for that episode of the Weekly Rundown where we talk about everything, uh, books, movies, games, things of that nature, just everything outside of cyber, kind of like what we do to unwind. So check that out. Um, with all that being said, today's episode uh, is our discussion. So on Wednesdays, we do a discussion. This one comes from an article uh, written at shrm.com or .org, I'm sorry. And um, the title of the article is DE&I in 2023, Experts Forecast Layoffs, Remote Work, and More. So um, I think we talked about it last week, kind of in passing about how um, because of these kind of turbulent times, right, we're coming out of the pandemic, um, we are potentially running into a recession. It's still, um, we'll see if that happens or not, but companies are tightening the purse strings, they're laying people off, um, they're doing hiring freezes, and how it seems to be, um, at least right now, the stats coming back saying that um, it could be disproportionately impactful to women and minorities. So in this article, it talks about back in March 2020, when the pandemic caused nationwide lockdowns, Black, Asian, Amer Black, Asian Americans and Latino workers uh, lost their jobs at higher rates than uh, white employees. Uh, and we talk about DE&I a lot on the on the podcast. It's kind of the basis of why the podcast exists, right? Like there, We didn't see a lot of people like us uh, within cybersecurity. Uh, the stats show that it was only like 7%, now it's 9%. Uh, and then there weren't a lot of women, people of color. Like um, it just, there wasn't a lot of um, diversity of culture, uh, which we believe uh, brings in a diverse mindset and the way we think. Uh, this article talks about how it brings innovation to your company and how in 2023, if you want to remain relevant and be impactful, you should probably um, work on your DEI uh, as opposed to cutting those people uh, as as the layoffs and the, the workers continue to be um, shed from these companies um, because we don't want another 2020 uh, situation. So very good article. Um, it talks mostly about how to overcome these hurdles, like as opposed to going back into that 2020 mindset. Uh, instead, you should be looking for bias within your workplace um, to make sure you don't have any systemic issues um, that could potentially cause uh, cost you money in the long run, right? You lose the innovation, you lose that, um, that diversity of thought. Uh, when everyone um, has the same background, the same mindset, like sometimes that can cause you to be stuck in your ways and then that doesn't allow for growth and continued um, progression within the workplace. So how do you feel about this, Shannon? So here's the thing, I, I, I understand it um, and, and here's why, right? So the part you mentioned about how it mentioned, uh, you know, coming in March, 2020 about all different minority, minority groups um, that were laid off. When it came to COVID, that's because of, for me, it was because it was the service industry that took a hit, right? You have a lot of black Asian American Latinos working in the in the service industry, right? So that's why that happened. 
um, in other ways, right? So we have to think about this. So with DE&I, right? DE&I got really heavy the last couple of years, right? Like if I, if I was to put an inflection point on it, it would probably be George Floyd, right? I know this is not a social podcast. I'm not trying to get into that, but from what happened with George Floyd, from that point forward, DE&I was, was one of those things that came up heavy when it came to hiring in, in, in the United States, at least, right? I'll say that. Now, the reason I think they see, and they don't mention this in the article, but the reason I think they see it being harder on the minorities is because, because DE&I is recent, recently being taken serious, those are usually the last people to get hired on, right? So when you go to these companies and they start firing people, what happens? Last one in has to be the first one to go, right? Right. When you started making those efforts, right, to be more diverse, more equitable, um, more integrated uh, with different uh, with different uh, races and and sexes, right? They're usually the last ones hired on, right? Like they're new within the last two years. So you cut from the bottom, right? So it's kind of a double-edged sword. Like it's a good thing that these companies did this. And I know there are companies that are out there doing it, right? I've talked to people that are that are job hunting to where they're like, man, I had this interview with so-and-so. Six of the questions were DE and I, and it kind of threw them off, right? They were like, I don't know how that helps for what you're looking for in their mind, right? Like you're not gonna say that out loud, but like, I don't know how that helps with what you're looking for, but it is something that somebody's somebody's businesses really are taken seriously, but um, like I said, it is a double-edged sword, right? Because that's just how the companies do is they're going to cut from the bottom, last one in, first one out, um, and that's sad, right? Um, I, I I don't run a big business myself, so I can't say I I know a more equitable way to do it. You know what I mean? To say, oh, well, I'm not because because it's kind of I I don't want to come off like this either. I mean, it's kind of unfair not to cut them right just based off de and i right and i realized i realized the point of the podcast right we're here to help that i get it i'm not trying to be counterintuitive but um you need to you, there are things to look at that i i just wouldn't know from that perspective from their perspective but um a, as much as i want de and i to to be uh be more integrated I, I I can see where the article is coming off and I could see why it would happen, right? Now, what change needs to be made to where that's not the case? I don't know. I can't tell you what that right. is. Right. You know, maybe, maybe it's, so the, the hope is that it's just a reshuffling, right? Like as opposed to cutting these people when they never get back into the uh, the workplaces, it's supposed to be, um, or at least from my non-CEO perspective, right? Um, they're They're cutting in order to protect the bottom line, but uh, companies that are in, in a in their growth state or that are not impacted like they're not tech companies or they're not um, pure tech companies pure cybersecurity companies these people are uh, hopefully going to make it to companies that ha have arms or uh, workplaces that have these things within them like like take take a, uh, for example like a um, construction company they might also have a tech department, right? So these people may be shed by a pure tech company, but then now they can find work within, um, like construction's not going anywhere. And if anything, they're building more than they've built before. Um, so that would be a protected industry. And then it also needs this talent. So maybe, like, this is my optimism trying to trying to show, right? Like maybe these people will just be reshuffled um, because they've already, they've already worked for a company. They've already shown that they have talent. And then I can take these skills somewhere else is, is the hope that they just don't drop off and then have to find employment elsewhere, right? So here's something totally different. Here's my thinking on that, to play devil's advocate to that, mm -hmm. right? If they were cut from a bigger company, it's because the bigger company was not getting those smaller companies coming to them to provide those services, right? So if that's the case, 
But the bigger companies were like, nah, we're just going to, we're not going to have anybody do it for us, let alone hire anybody else. They're just kind of out there in the wind. If that makes sense, if right. I'm not explaining that correctly. Like, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I just, I, again, I, I don't sound like a broken record, but I don't have the answer to this. I wish I had a better answer on why right. it would not affect DE&I. You know what I mean? Because we know the talent is out there, but once they start cutting from the bottom, like they're not going to, they're not going to hire for a little while. And they're just going to keep the people on that are there. Right. Right, like, right. Even when it, even when it does come, even when it does come time for them to hire, I mean, this is sad to say, I think DE and I is going to fall by the wayside is my thinking behind it. Right. They're just going to be like, okay, now we got to, we got to ramp up real quick, but we don't want to go through. And, you know, it's kind of like the Looney rule in the NFL, right? Like it, get, it got to a point where they were just interviewing a black candidate to say that they did it. You know what I mean? Right. right. And they weren't really doing it. So, that. so in that, in that regard, then perhaps, um, because I don't know, like, it, it's just a weird time. Like, so they, they, the, the recession could be potentially coming on. They're cutting, um, like you said, from the, from the, the, the people who came in last, they'll be the first to let go. Um, but they still have like uh, years of these pipelines they built, right? Like, so like you have your Microsofts, your Apples, your Bell Souths, like they're, they're building up on campuses, pulling in this, this talent from uh, HBCUs and, and, and the like that are still on their way to uh, being funneled into these companies. So hopefully it all kind of comes together, I would say, like in the next year or two, like we see this talent coming into the marketplace as well as the economy as uh, kind of corrected itself, so to speak, because we might even go into a recession. Like this is just them protecting themselves in case it does hit. Um, but who's to say it actually ever does, right? I hope it doesn't get drawn out. Like, I don't want years of this. Like everything's gone. Like you go to a dollar store, it should be a $2 store, right? Because everything, all the prices have ballooned. Like a, a tank of gas is like, I don't even know what tank of gas costs anymore. Like every day it's different. <laughs> Somewhere around 350, I think. Um, but like the, the hope is that like we get through this and then they can start picking these people back up. But I don't think they'll pick them up in mass. Like you're saying though, like, because we've already cut them. We can, we've survived without them. But I hope for the shuffle. Like I hope that, they find work in medium to smaller size companies or if bigger companies do start to hire again. Like you remember so-and-so like who worked for us, uh, it should be easy onboarding for this person, right? If they're still available um, to pick up. Um, so we'll see, I don't know. Like it, it is pretty crazy. Like everything's happening all at once. Like we had this real positive track. Everything was like moving uh, in an upward tra trajectory. And then all of a sudden the first company, first big company, uh, drops 10,000 people, then all the rest are like, well, I'm not the first. So now I can drop 20 or 15 or what have you. Um, the domino, it's a domino effect from there. All yeah. of a sudden, yeah, it just happens. Yeah. So, but these people, like the, the, those companies are going to need some of these people back. I, I just can't see a, a, a time where they don't need to bring some of this talent back to themselves. Hopefully they're, it's, they're shortlisted. Um, but there's smaller companies that are growing that could, could utilize this talent. Like you, now you're getting Fortune 500 or not just Fortune 500 companies, but you're getting top tier talent from these bigger companies. You can then take these people on and then do something with them um, in, the, in the hopes that you also grow as a company. But I don't know, again, optimism, like uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what 2023 looks like because it, it, it kind of, it, it has to come to a head hopefully this year and that doesn't drag out to 2024, or 2025. Because that's the hope. I mean, like houses cost, 90% more than they cost before. Uh, gas is through the roof. <laughs> like, 
Uh, this is the conversations old people have, right? We're having these now. Yeah, it's, it's different factors too, though, right? Like it's refineries and stuff like that when it comes to right. gas, right? But and and, it, and some of the stuff is political. We're not going to get into that, but some of the stuff right. is political right. as well, right? So, well, yeah, it's just it's just hard times for everybody. Like to, to be laid off and everything is going up in price. Does this doesn't the math ain't mathing, uh, so to speak? So something has to come to a head. Um, so hopefully they do get picked up. And then we talk about these millions of vacancies, right? Like maybe they're not millions, maybe they're hundreds of thousands, maybe they're tens of thousands, but still you have all this talent out there that could fill those gaps. So, uh, and as we we saw, like you, you can't do, like with uh, the Baltimore school system that we talked about on, on Monday, you can't do security through um, um, theater, right? It can't be, it can't be theater. It can't be like, okay, we did the audits, we see what's wrong and now we do nothing with it. Um, like if you do have this this shortage and this gap that needs to be filled, if you never fill it, then you can't be mad when, like we talked about on Tuesday, a ransomware gang picks up some talent, it pays them at a very good uh, price point, and then they take more money off of these legal companies. So like you should probably employ them before they find other plans. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but I'm just saying like it's, the options are out there. So. <laughs> So it's, it's best for you to pick up talent and uh, shore up your security as opposed to the bad guys picking up talent and uh, doing the opposite. But I don't know, I, I digress. Like, hopefully uh, the next time we, we jump to this conversation, it's like, oh, things pick back up. <laughs> exact opposite of uh, of the early 2023, like the end of 2023, it's like, oh man, all these, all these coaches are picking up people. It's very diverse, like it's, it's crazy out here. Everybody's getting a job. But uh, definitely tune in throughout the week. Again, Monday, Tuesday, our topics. Wednesday's discussion. Friday, we talk about everything else. So definitely tune in for that one. We'll talk about uh, some games, some TV shows and things. Uh, hit up all of our websites that go by our name. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. You can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. Stay safe. Stay secure. <laughs>